0: and get that pre-order in and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support.
1: Much love. Thank you. Wisdom, which is what I'm attempting to point to and describe and invite people to, is pretty useless without knowledge. So in earth school, living these, this self-realization is a privilege. It's a journey.
0: Hi, I'm Mark Groves. I'm a human connection specialist and founder of Create the Love. At an early point in my life, I became obsessed with understanding relationships, the intricacies of how people connect. And through this exploration, I have created a life and a business dedicated to learning out loud and exploring how we interact with each other and the world. This podcast brings the world's top thought leaders, spiritual luminaries, physicians, scientists, researchers, best-selling authors, and health and wellness experts under one roof to discuss the good, the bad, the messy, and of course, the beautiful parts of the human experience. Welcome to the Mark Groves Podcast. I can't wait to dive in with you. Well, today is an exceptionally important day for me. I'm incredibly excited to have the trailblazer, the icon Byron Katie on the show. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Mark.
0: I say all of that because one, your work has touched my life in so many ways, and I'm sure so many people listening and, and for the people who haven't been introduced to it yet, it's going to change their life. And and also just the journey you've walked, which uh, has been profound too. So thanks for continuing to do the work uh, because it's been so impactful in my life. Maybe we should start just to give people some background Is is really like, where was the work born?
1: Well, the, the work is inquiry. It's a way to identify and question the thoughts that cause all the suffering in our life. Basically, it's that simple. And it's an experience that I pass on from personal experience. And it is one morning as I lay sleeping on the floor because my self-hatred was running so deep, I didn't believe I deserved a bed to sleep in. And wow. So sleeping on the floor, even though there's a bed in the room. So that's a that's a very impoverished mind. Yeah. So it was depression, agoraphobia. But as I lay sleeping on the floor, actually, a cockroach crawled over my ankle or my foot. And I woke up. And before ego could fill in that space, I saw prior to identification how my world, how my entire universe was made and formed. And so when I saw that so clearly, the first sound out of my mouth was laughter. It was like, why didn't someone tell me? It was so simple. And I've been offering what I saw there all these years later. And rather than tell people what I saw, the power is to flip that and give people a way to discover for themselves what was shown to me on the floor. No one has more, no one has more wisdom than anyone else we all have that equally and no one is more enlightened than anyone else it's just this egos trip this that creates the illusion of false identity what we see as i me and how to wake up to that and so it is yeah it's how to identify the suffering that, that um, we experience in our life and how to end it. And it's personal work. We don't need a teacher for it. We have all the lessons, <laughs> <laughs> whatever age we are, we have all the lessons needed to, um, to show us, anyone that's ever had a problem, oh, I invite you to the work.
0: Yeah, and to give some people a context of what the work is, it's four questions. Mm-hmm. And do you want to walk us through it?
1: Yeah, it's I'd like to, to refer to it as four questions and then finding turnarounds for what we're questioning. For example, if I have the thought, um, you know, like I'm walking down the street and someone looks at me and and they give me the look and <laughs> and I have the thought um, she doesn't care about me or he or them and whatever it happens to be. Let's But let's say she doesn't care about me stranger on the street, the ego just takes such advantage of that. And how do I react? What happens? That's the next question. You know, the first one is, is it true? And then just to drop in a little more deeply, can I really know that it's true? In that situation, walking down the street, when I looked at her, it was clear to me she doesn't like me. So is it true she doesn't like me? And I really be sure it's true she doesn't like me. And this is a this drops us into a meditative state. So I'm meditating in that time and place. When I was walking down the street, I see it in my mind's eye. I see her in my mind's eye. No, I've never seen her before. Stranger. And I look at her, look at me. And I'm sure she doesn't care about me. Now, the answer to those first two questions is either yes or no. So we're dealing with our own authenticity here. Not to win, not to lose. We're looking for, what, like the whole world can say, she cares about you. She cares about you. Right Now, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in something different. That's the world's opinion. I've got to know. So I give me that time and I drop in that deeply and I look at her face as I recall it in my mind's eye can I really know that it's true she doesn't care about me So it's a yes or no it's one syllable either way and it could take me it could take me an hour sitting in just one of those questions or maybe I see it so clearly and 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 I laugh at myself or maybe Yes, it's true. Now that I look at it, my mind hasn't changed, and I've really explored it, being present in that now. The third question, there are only four, is to witness in my mind's eye. The question is, how do I react? What happened when I believe that thought? She doesn't care about me. So now I'm there. In that situation, the whole thing I anchor there because all the answers to my questions show up there. So to be there now, I'm seeing that look on her face. She's looking directly at me. How do I react when I think the thought? She doesn't care about me. And in that, when I get still, meditating in that question, in my mind's eye, Being there now, I'm able to see any images of past and future Mm. that showed up in my mind's eye as I was looking for her. We're not aware of them at the time, maybe, but if we get really still, they're there and we can find them. And some from our childhood, some from fear of the future, what we fear in the future, but just sitting and how do I react? What happened? I get in touch with the emotions that I experienced as I was thinking the thought. And I notice maybe that I lost some self-esteem, that I felt small. Or maybe I tried to show up with a mask of, I've really got my stuff together. You know, just those, just a stranger on the street. All this is going on in us. And so as I explore that when I feel empty, experiencing, identifying how I reacted when I believed the thought in that situation. I move to the last question, and that is, in that situation, I'm going to witness without the thought, she doesn't care about me. Without that in the space, who or what am I? Who am I without the thought? This whole thing is exploration. It shows us how Shows us the cause of our suffering, our low self-esteem, our better than our inequalities, our our pain, basically, our emotions, how quickly they can shift. There's a cause for that, so we're really looking at the cause of of our suffering with each of this of these questions, and the ego is just so happy to offer them up.
0: It's so fascinating to explore how much that deconstructs you know like you were saying that moment where you see the cockroach before it's a cockroach before Mm -hmm. all the models come in of how Mm -hmm. to identify those circumstances whether you should be afraid all that look i like to get my greens on the go i don't want to compromise on quality i want to get organic i want non-gmo i want all the things And my favorite product from Organifi will never cease to be the green juice. And now they have a green apple flavor, which kicks ass. I think I can say that. But it kicks ass. It's so good. And it's so easy. You just take a glass of water, take a scoop of green juice, or you take the travel packs. They're great to travel with. You open it up, you put it in the water, you mix it, and then bam, you've got a green juice without the mess, without all that stuff, and you're getting all the nutrients that all these superfoods that are in the green juice provide. So go check it out. Go to Organifi.com slash create the love, and you save 20% at checkout. So that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash create the love, and they have tons of amazing products. So go check it out and go save 20%.
1: Yeah, I saw on the floor in that when I woke up prior to ego, there was no identification and there was a a kind of sound to it, like silence. Mm. There was an infinite about it that wasn't a time or place. There was a not I. In that, I saw light and it was just witnessing And then I saw a window. And the light was actually shining through the window. And that brought the laughter. It's like, oh my gosh, prior to I am in the best of experiences, best way. This is not a scary thing, you know, the Mm -hmm. ego frightened of it, but there was nothing, nothing, but there was no I experiencing nothing. And yet i am i am it was home and so i saw the light and i saw the window and the laughter came from oh my (laughs) holy moly i see how it was born there was light but it wasn't light until it was met with word you know in the beginning word light and then it wasn't a window until I let's say saw it as window. Yeah. And it was I, I am. And then there was a room and walls and a bed and a floor and and I am still not identified. I am witness as I it's just witnessing, even though what I said could sound like contradiction. It was just and nothing has changed, Mark. And all these apparent years nothing has changed everything is new it's so it is such a gift to wake up to the end of suffering the world is beautiful other than what we're thinking and believing about the world now that could use a little work like she doesn't (laughs) care about me this this woman walking down the streets so and then I turned around she doesn't care about me she does care about me there's an opposite so I know I'm not going to believe it I'm just going to try it on mm-hmm. and um, she does care about me so when I get really still in that maybe I begin to notice she really wasn't even looking at me she does care about me I mean just to meditate in that and look at her the way I saw her then without putting a, an identity to it. Like she doesn't care about me, you know, that mm-hmm. guy, me, all about me. You can't, don't walk down the street where I am because, you know, ego, you are this and you were that. And she is that and he is that and they are that. And they, and, 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 and I'm a victim. I'm, you know, I'm just so misunderstood, you know, that's, that's cause and effect. We are beautiful until the ego begins to to just name and describe situation on um, for example, "I," situation, like, "I am at home," and "I am the woman sitting here with my friend Mark." It'll do. And no one asks, "Do I believe it?" This is Earth School, and there's a language of authenticity here. I call it first-generation thinking, and it's so lovely. It's it's so lovely, and it allows us to live in the absence of suffering. And when we find ourselves experiencing ourselves as confused, frightened, angry, we can always look back and fill in what I call the judge-your-neighbor worksheet. Yeah. Answer those six questions on that worksheet and then sit in the um, inquiry as I just um, more or less described it as we were talking.
0: I was listening to your uh, audio workshop that's on the work with relationships.
1: And Mm -hmm. I'd listened
0: to it years ago and I revisited it this week just to prepare for our conversation. And I was struck by how many of the circumstances had, had actually sat in my conscious, like my unconscious for all mm-hmm. these years of just like this recognition. But I hadn't actually gone back to the work in probably three or four months. Mm-hmm. And I find whenever I do, my, I get called out, and which is great. But, you know, I was sitting thinking about uh, one of the conversations that's in that is I want them to be more open to me which I think is such a relational wish that we often have. I found that one I used to suffer with was they don't choose me.
1: Yeah.
0: But I realized like how much of that suffering was just born from this perspective, even though when I looked at the evidence, like you said, is it true? Well, no, I'm in a relationship with them. So that can not be, you know, can I absolutely know it's true? No. Mm. How does it make me feel? I mean, it's the source of most of my, Childhood pain, like when I look back, it was similar. So it's it's fascinating to see, like really, what you're inviting to us is to take the red pill to sort of look at the matrix of all the mental models and beliefs that we've formed. Which i have hard for I'm hard pressed to find any that are actually true. You know, when I do the work, I'm like it's all ways that I either want to feel better about myself or worse about myself, and. It's interesting to me that we have such a hard time letting them go.
1: If you know there's a particular inquiry we're sitting in, is it true? On our answer can be yes. Mm -hmm. And it's equal, if it's authentic for us, it's equally as powerful as no. It's only the authenticity we're looking for beyond guessing, even though we can like um I saw the water you know I'm looking at a lake and then a week later I'm in the city and I I saw the water I, I, I saw the lake in my mind's eye you know I was there is it true can I absolutely know that it's true I was there and how do I react when I believe the thought? Well, I see why I believe the thought. I see the water, and, and I see the boats on the water, and I see an image of me standing there on the, on the bank of that lake. And, I, see, and I, can, I can actually begin to smell it. I can, you know, mm-hmm. it's all there, and I'm in the city on a subway. But that doesn't stop the ego, you know. And, and then who would I be without the thought? I mean, who wants to leave a lake for for the subway? (laughs) You know, let's just just be at home everywhere. It's like um, I thought, who would I be without the story? And then all of a sudden, people that are standing next to me become vivid. And I can see. And there's laughter. And there's silence. And there's people wearing this and people reading news. I mean, this world is incredible. And, oh, I, you know, I just don't want to miss it. I refer to this as earth school and I'm in, I'm in, you know, the enlightened mind is, is, um, let's just refer to it, to the enlightened mind is room for everything without exception. And once, You begin to realize through inquiry the true nature of everyone and everything, without exception, home, home, Mm. home, home. And that is, uh, it's, it's home being the gift. You know, we call it earth. And the gift of, for me, like, you know their terms for it, heaven or paradise or uh, beauty, um, perfection. Everything makes sense and begins to add up, and all of that is inside of us. And these questions unlock it. You know, when when we're meditating, what the ego offers up, we kind of just just clear the decks and get still beyond that. And then we get still and we drop in. And then some other like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm late for dinner and just move that away and get still. Well, what I invite people do is whatever would interrupt that kind of stillness and depth, depth that we're seeking, is to invite what appears on its own in and move it from mind to paper. If it's at all disturbing, distressing, uh, sadness, in, invokes sadness or um, anything uh, less than our uh, heart's desire, which is I, I am here now, it appears. Sitting with my friend, my friend Mark Groves.
0: Why do you think we have such a hard time stepping into that liberation or accepting it?
1: Well, I don't know if I could step into it or accept it if it were not authentic. You know, the answer to these, the, the ego loves answering the questions. If you can just anchor on a specific situation and isolate the thoughts you were thinking, and that's why that. That worksheet is so powerful. Those six questions there are exactly the cause of our suffering. And so now that they're from our they move, they are moved from our head to paper, where they're stable and the ego can't shift them away. They're just there they are in writing. We can question them and focus on them using those four questions and turnarounds.
0: It feels like we have a, like when I listened to that audio uh, workshop, which I recommend everyone listen to, as well as your book, Loving What Is. What I found was the ego is brilliant, brilliant at dodging, you know, brilliant. I laugh at some of it because I've, I love that you infuse so much humor because people end up laughing at themselves so much, you know, it, it sort of mirrors the moment where you just sort of laughed at the eternal, at the infinite. And I found like one belief that I've, heard and certainly have felt in in ways and more recently probably in the last couple years is the thought that the world is divided Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: oh my gosh that's that's
1: a big one these days
0: right I hear that one all over the place it's in comments everywhere and I wondered if we could just break that down I can answer from my perspective but also maybe what I've witnessed but take ownership for my own Process. (laughs)
1: So, what do you have in mind when you have the thought we're divided? What comes to mind? Like in duality, it is division, it's duality is more than one. So, when I think of we're divided in the climate today, it's very popular, the term.
0: Yeah, it is. And I guess from a perspective that there is you and there is I. But if you deconstruct that, like you talk about, you end up feeling a sense of unison. You end up feeling a sense of unity. In this idea, I guess it is it does it flow? Like when I begin to understand, I think it politically, you know, there's a there's the experience of Mm -hmm. in the US. I'm Canadian, but in we have a very similar structure. So it's like there's Democrats or liberals and conservatives. And so I'm curious when you talk about that duality, how do we acknowledge or accept those circumstances and and see how it lives within us Uh,
1: uh, the woman walking down the street and coming toward me and I'm walking toward her and I think the thought as we looked at is she doesn't care about me so through the questioning like there was there was her there was me that's duality Mm -hmm. and I had her defined she is the woman that doesn't care about me and I've, I've questioned my thoughts the way that we all set in. So now, you know, I've just ended duality. She is who I believe her to be. She can never mm. be more or less, ever.
0: There's a sense of, there's two emotions that I get when I just accept that truth. And I, I remember you saying in the workshop that to one gentleman, Until you're ready to see the world as 100%, your circumstance, your experience as 100% your responsibility, that's the work still is required. And when I think about the emotion that I experience with what you're saying, there's both a sense of liberation, understanding that, and there's a sense of weightedness. But the weightedness is, it feels almost like a grief of acceptance that I've created this suffering.
1: It's not my fault I'm being thought. I'm not thoughting to me. I mean.
0: Right. I see what you're saying.
1: I challenge anyone to just stop thinking. Do it now. Stop.
0: Right. Right. Like the moment I even leave that construct or the idea, then that disappears again.
1: Yeah. The ego comes in and says, oh, I've done it. I'm not thinking. Well, that's thinking. (laughs) And, and so, you know, I don't do war with the ego. I make love. I, I, it's, it's like making love to the ego for me means to listen, listen, let it speak. I can't stop it anyway. I can avoid it, but it's going to pop up again. I'm not going to win. So I see the ego as just a terrified child. It is mind. It is not physical body. It is not a thing. You can't take it out and touch it. You can't even take it out. It's a state of mind. So that's ego. Now, if ego had to have a home to exist, what would it be? You know, it. it let's say hypothetically, I hope I can put this in words vividly enough, but if I'm ego, I'm mind, I'm not physical. So to live what would I have to do or be you know so let's say I am I am like two years old and and my mother says Byron Kathleen and I'm just playing with my toy and toys and she says Byron Kathleen and at some point I look around I think and I see her and whether it's a good experience or bad experience isn't the point. It's the moment I believe that is I, that was the moment I was born. Whether mm. I'm four years old, three years old, eight, eight weeks old, I mean eight months old, and it, it doesn't matter. I. And who was I prior to believing I am who my mother believes me to be? I am Byron Kathleen. Prior to that. For example, no identification yeah so i I am Byron Kathleen, and so that belongs on paper, you know that's um that's a big one to start with, but with me, it all belongs belongs on paper. this is Earth school, and there's no greater joy than to to just see life as Immovably perfect, whatever the ego may, just to understand that, like if I, I see a you know my morning walks that I do, let's say I pass this gorgeous, gorgeous tree, and I, oh, what a beautiful tree. there's an arrogance there. It's an "I know what you are so where's the mystery it's like uh, the trees just blend into everything else as we think she doesn't care about me there's something wrong with him her them (laughs) but like with that tree you know it's a tree how many of us stop to question that and is it true yes drop in more deeply are you sure who taught you that? Who told mm. you? That? What is the genesis of that? What? Yeah, we all agree in every language in the world. It's a tree. Now that's handy dandy and don't you want to know? Don't you want to know? Cuz if it's a tree and I believe it, look what goes with that. Yeah. Death and reputation and uh comparison. This tree with that tree and and I look at that tree, and I remember the trees behind it. But just to get still, it's a tree. Is it truer than just to do my morning walk? And how do I react when I believe the thought? It's a tree. Now, it's not right or wrong. We'd all agree it's a, a, a tree. I'm not here to say, don't be at home here. You know, that's what we call it here. A tree. No harm, no foul there's something more deep, there's something deeper running. Yeah. And it's a don't know, amazing world of, oh, beyond make believe, beyond the world of the ego. So it's a tree, how do I react when I believe the thought? Well, Mark, I can't believe it's a tree. If I don't see the past, the ego has to offer up. Past And we're asleep to it. We don't know what's going on. But I see the tree of yesterday. And I see the tree, that very same tree, I think, that I saw yesterday. And and I see trees when I was a little girl growing up. And I don't know all of that's going on in my head. But I cannot believe that that tree of the moment is a tree without all that history, that ego just just giving that one moment its power and pushing it all to it so um who would i be without the thought it's a tree i just invite everyone to just sit in front of a a tree (laughs) (laughs) and it's a tree and just sit in the question is it true and notice how you react what happens internally When you think the thoughts, it's a tree. And would you be without the thoughts sitting in the presence of what is beyond name, that presence. And to this practice is the end of division. And the world can afford to be divided and to fight and argue right and wrong. And I can't. And I can't because there's another way. To be divided is unnecessary to do what needs to be done in this world that sounds like a contradiction. But wisdom, which is what I'm attempting to point to and describe and invite people to, is pretty useless without knowledge. So in earth school, living out, these, this self-realization is a privilege. It's a journey. Um, and as it turns out, it seems a fearless, a fearless journey. So, you know, living the authentic life with no downside is what we would all do if <laughs> we could really understand there is no downside to Wisdom lived as knowledge, and knowledge is, it's it's practical. Self-realization until it's lived has no power. So knowledge, you know, you are who I believe you to be. You can never be more or less in my world than that. So if I feel separate from you, I look to myself. And these four questions are how I look to myself, because all the answers are inside. And I don't have to know what they are. They appear if I'm authentically inviting the questions to be answered. And uh, in in that silent, meditative experience, I refer to as the work, inquiry.
0: Sitting in that space where a tree is not a tree or the possibility...
1: yeah you know the tree isn't a a tree it's just equal to the tree as a tree so it's it's a depth we're dropping into yeah this don't know depth where we end up just in the presence of something marvelous
0: yeah there's a there's a infinite infinite experience to it because you then start to look at like, if you can sit within that, then all of a sudden you can feel into how everything in your life that has been given a label, every experience that's been given, every trauma, all of those, and not to dismiss those experiences, but to say, like, when we label them in those ways, how they keep showing up yes. in our lives. And that's I... been
1: brilliant. That, that's it. And yes, not to dismiss, but to open to.
0: Like this idea of, isn't it all perfect? And, well, how can it not be? Because it was, you know, in some sense.
1: And there's, you know, people, let's let's say there's someone out there fighting a cause that is the opposite that um, we believe in. Uh, let's say the opposite of what I believe in. The most powerful thing I can do is listen and to recognize their passion there's nothing unfamiliar there you know when i look to myself and i see the pain of war and which is a simple word for winning and losing
0: one of the most powerful sentences i remember learning early in your work when i thought about it from a relational perspective which Oh my gosh, when you start to do the work on your thoughts on your partner or your relationship, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, mirror, mirror, mirror. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the most powerful lines that I always loved was, you can't have war with one person. As soon as someone goes into that receptive, open, curious mode, you talked about defensiveness.
1: Defense is the first act of war.
0: Yeah. I'm a rook. Not
1: in other people, but in myself. Other people can afford to defend, and I understand that, and they could be right in what they defend. But defense inside of me is a way of shutting out something in the world, which would be a lack of understanding on my part. Let's say if someone walks up to me and says, "You are this, and you are that, and you are you are crazy, and you are mean, and you are you don't understand me," and all of that. Let's say one of my children would say, throw something at me like that. I get still. I listen. And I can find where they're right. And that doesn't make me guilty. That makes me aware. Mm. Until I'm aware, how can the way I meet the world change in my state of mind? What a gift. This is and yeah, and this is open-mindedness. So someone that says, Oh, you're wonderful, Byron Katie, I need to look to myself. Go, oh no, you know, I'm not. I'm not. No, I need to look to myself. If someone says, You're a terrible friend, Byron Katie, then I need to look to myself rather than attack. Mm-hmm. So you see defense is the first act of war. Like how can you how can you say I'm terrible? You were my friend and da, 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 da. You know, who started the war? That was me. They mm. spoke their truth. That's how they see me. And that will grow me if my mind is open to it. And maybe it's just not so what they're saying. But I'm awake now to the way they see me. Mm.
0: And that's if, liberating too.
1: And that's understanding. So I don't lose connection one way or the other. So the world can afford to afford division, but basically division is not possible by nature, no matter what the ego would think, say, feel, or do. There's something under it. And and it's easy, Mark, to to um to identify where we're off when we think say feel or do something that we feel a sense of guilt about there it is that's it that's it those are situations that belong on a judge your neighbor worksheet
0: can you walk us through the judge your neighbor worksheet? So we have the four questions. Is it true? Can you know it's true? How do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And who would you be without it? Mm-hmm. And then we would move to the judge your neighbor worksheet.
1: Um, so let's say I'm walking down the street, never saw her before, never see her again, you know, but, but why was I so uncomfortable in the presence of another human being just walking down the street with a look on her face? haven't we all walked down the street and so caught up in our mind that we don't even see the people we're passing, you know, it's like, but I'm our whole world. In that moment. <laughs> so um, let's say, and and it, it wouldn't be the first time I had that thought or something. Yeah. So it goes across the board. Okay. So for the judge and neighbor worksheet, six questions on it. And they encompass the, the ego mind. They, they encompass mine. You know, it's circular from the time we wake up to the time we pass out at night. So first question is, um, who or what bothers you? Well, it was the woman walking down the street. So what was the emotion I felt? What was the emotion? So you take some time and you you get in touch with the emotion. And so to, to do this worksheet, just be there now in that situation, anchor there, because everything's going to come out of that. Maybe this is an emotion, but insecure, hurt. So I am, and I fill in the emotion, hurt, because, and then I fill in, why was I she doesn't care about me. Okay, so now I have number one filled in. Number two, in that situation, what did I want? Well, I wanted nothing. The ego would say, no, get still. This To fill this worksheet in, be there now. People want to be here now. Well, be there now because that's where you are here now when you're worried about it. So mm. what did I want? So I have to get really still. What did I want? I wanted her to like me. What did I want? Anything else? And I just meditate in that experience on the street. Anything else I wanted? What did I want? What did I want? What did I want from her? I wanted her to like me. And maybe there is another one. Maybe there are two or three. I'm just, I'm just going to fill it in. Okay, the next one is to get what I want from her. What advice would I offer her? She should, she shouldn't. Okay. So she should say hello to me. She shouldn't look at me that way. You see, I'm just, I'm being there now. Anything else running under advice? She should smile and say good afternoon to me. Okay. So then when I feel empty, I'm moving to number three. And um, no, number two is what did I want? And we just did number three. Now, number four is, um, as I recall, that's correct. So number, number four is, what do I need to be happy in that situation? What do I need from her? What would it take for her to say or do something that would make me happy? I need her to smile at me. I need her to acknowledge me. I'm going to really silent now to see, am I empty? Okay. Anything else there? What would make me happy? What could she... Okay, and then the fifth one. We're almost done coming in the worksheet now. So um, what, was I, what were my thoughts about that person? Okay. So she is cold, uncaring, thinks she's superior, cruel. Okay, so... Some of us filling, and some of us might fill in this worksheet. We're so afraid of what we're thinking. We feel too guilty about what we're thinking to even fill in a worksheet. It's like this out of me. No, no, that's wrong. That is petty. that is. I just noticed the ego will talk you out of this worksheet. But we are looking. We are literally identifying the cause of our suffering. And moving it from mind to paper. Because if I experience it, then it's just going to go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then the last one. What is it that I don't ever want to experience in that situation again? Okay, so I never want to feel this way again on the street. What is it I never want to experience again? I think that's it. So that was stillness. I felt empty. I think that covered it. Okay, and I can look back over my worksheet, and maybe I'm a little more in touch with it, see if I left anything out. This is like invitation for the ego to speak. Now, I see the ego as a terrified child. It doesn't exist. It's mind. It can never be physical. When you think of chocolate cake, you can't take it out of your head and touch it and eat it. It's mm.
0: That'd be great, though.
1: Well, what happens <laughs> is when we think chocolate cake, for example, we begin to think, oh, you know, I think I'll make a cake this this evening and have chocolate cake. We'll all have chocolate. So this is how the world continues. The ego just offered mm. it. And um, I feel I'm hurt because she doesn't care about me. Okay, so now I'm going to be there now in that experience and, and get in touch with the herd. Just be there now, walking down the street. She doesn't care about me, is it true? And then I do that as thoroughly as you and I said in. And then when we get to the number two on the worksheet, want I want her to, um, to smile and say hello to me. Okay. So is it true? And it gets really weird. I thought that's what I wanted. Is it true when I sit in it? I want her to smile and say, good afternoon. Is it true? And notice how I react when I believe the thought. How many people do that? I expect that from and notice how I react when I'm expecting that of someone I've never met before that maybe I'm noticing by now wasn't even aware that I was on the street. In that passing, he was so preoccupied. And who would I be walking down the street without the thought, she doesn't care about me, that I want her to smile and say good afternoon. Who would I be without that thought? And so I put myself in there and who am I without it, not expecting that. And then what shows up, shows up in that stillness. And then I turn it around to an opposite. I don't want her to smile and say good afternoon to me. Wow, I might feel less secure if she had than if she hadn't. You know, I'm just noodling this. Mm -hmm. I don't want her to. Well, I'm going to ponder that and then I don't want her to say good morning and good, um, good afternoon to me. Yeah, she she was in her own world, her own process. I don't know that she even saw me. I don't want her to change her world and and you know the self-centeredness of for me to be okay, I need her to break her world, people that uh, someone I've never met before. You see how crazy it's <laughs> and how selfish, how egocentric. It's like the world really does have to revolve around me. Mm. And, and I'm just so bitter about people. And now I understand why. Mm.
0: The expectations I have of them.
1: Impossible expectations.
0: That They can't possibly know. I'm laughing because there's a woman I see probably two to four times a week. And uh, she often has in in my mind, uh, kind of a grumpy demeanor. And I'm laughing just as you deconstruct it all because I think like, why would anyone even want to smile at someone when there's an unconscious contract to get the smile? Like, She's probably in the seventh dimension going, this guy's trying to get me to smile so he feels better about himself. He's meeting Byron Katie next week. Can't wait for him to deconstruct this.
1: Yeah, it's just it it's just, yeah, the 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 mind, you know, what we're thinking uh-huh. creates a world. We begin to understand that when we enter this. So I want her to smile and say hello to me. And the opposite, I don't want her to smile. And we did that one. Okay, so the the fourth question, who or what would I be walking down the street without the thought? I want her to smile and say hello to me. Mm. I sit in that and notice the freedom. Gosh, I'd be able to see her. Because I didn't see her. I was blind because I put that on her, I put all of that on her so I wasn't present.
0: You become more of a conduit.
1: Yeah, so now I can see her. She's her as opposed to who I believed her to be. That's, that is um, so beautiful. There's one less enemy in the world, just being born into my world, which frees up my consciousness. Because until it's done, they just travel with us. They just, you know, a, a part of our identity and how we see the world. Okay, so now turn it around. She, um, she doesn't. I want her to, to say um, hello, good afternoon, and smile right. at me. Turned around. We looked at. I don't want her to. Another turn around is I want me to smile. Mm. Say good afternoon to her, and that's a whole other thing. Not that we haven't done that before in our lives, but in this situation, yeah, I'm so believing she doesn't care about me.
0: I think the turnarounds are so powerful.
1: Oh, you know, so they powerful.
0: they're such a mirror. You know, it's and when you do the work with people, it's so beautiful to listen to because you hear you say, like, can you find the part of you that that's true and inevitably we're
1: like yeah Um, so um now there's a thing i call i invite people uh, to what i call living turnarounds and so i began to um be open to passing people on the streets anytime there's eye contact maybe and i don't know what they're thinking and believing and i don't expect anything from them Mm -hmm. and just say good afternoon and just keep on walking just this You know, I've walked down the street, Mark, with just maybe on the streets of New York when it's crowded and just walked by and just grabbed a person's hand. Doesn't matter, male, female, old, young, just just grabbed a person's hand. They never pull her away and just walk together silently. But that is a state of mind. They've never looked like they're appalled because there's a... We could see there's a consciousness there that we all are. It's just that it's authentic. And it's you can smell it, taste it. It's there's just an authentic human being. And that's the kind of freedom you know, in this world, we deserve that kind of freedom. This is earth school, it's what we're here for. What do I need? to be happy. I need her to care about me. So I question when I turned it around. I don't need her to care about me. And I just try that on. Well, she's never met me. Why would she? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when I turned around to myself, I need me to care about her. And now that's a tall order, because mm-hmm. we're talking about the whole human race. If I can do it with one, I can do it with So the next time I experience a situation similar with that kind of feel or that kind of insecurity, then I live that turnaround. But what those living turnarounds do is they show, they literally showed me how to live in this world. They were clear direction for how to live in this world out of a a more enlightened mind. And I met a, a kind of fearlessness in me that continues to serve me without, you know, just flawlessly at home in this world. And I look forward to more. You know, this is Earth School. And as I said earlier, I'm in.
0: I'm in too. I appreciate that invitation. And I'm.
1: And you know. That woman on the worksheet, she's um, my teacher and who I believed her to be wasn't her. So everyone has something for me. And if there's no stress to it, it's a good thing because there is um, an unbroken connection Me with her, and I don't know where she is or he is or they are, but this is who they are in my world. Every I see the whole world is enlightened, and I'm the only unenlightened human being in this world. And I, um, again, I'm in everyone, you know, these enemies that bring us these apparent enemies that bring us sorrow. We think. On the other side of the enlightened mind is a love and a, a gratitude. That's that's our teacher. This is school.
0: What a way to walk around
1: looking at people to see yeah. them as your teacher. It's um, it's a beautiful thing. You know, words like respect, connected. That's how we are. As we, um, this um, inquiry is. It's a daily practice, and it's not that we can do it every day, but to just fill in the worksheet, it's mind blowing. If we don't even question it, it's just mind blowing to see what's there in us. It's like, oh my god, I would, you know, i missed these- missing it was me.
0: <laughs> and it's always us, you know. It comes back to that. Mm-hmm. Thank you once again for your time and your wisdom, mm-hmm. and and sharing your experience and what you've learned and continue to learn
1: mark it's just been so cool sitting with you you're so easy to be with you know you're you're so open to everything and it's not new ground for you so it's um it's really beautiful
0: have a beautiful day i really appreciate your time
1: thank you honey